It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Upfront program for this uh, Friday morning. I'm Roger Bouchard. And on Friday morning, um, it's usually me, and um, then it's um, uh, Bob Martin on our live line. And that's exactly what's going to happen uh, this morning as uh, Bob joins us. And we're going to check in with him right now and see if he can hear me loud and clear. Can you hear me loud and clear, Mr. Uh, Martin? I can hear you loud and clear, Roger. Okay, good. Then I have a real estate question of the week for you, so if uh, you're prepared... And I know you always are. You're that kind of a guy. Here it comes. It says here, uh, my wife and I are thinking of putting in an offer on a piece of land. The ad states that water and sewer are available to the lot. However, can I protect us to make sure that this is true? And how often does this happen? You're on. Uh, yeah, when you want a piece of land, there's a number of factors. Um Available can mean a lot of different things. Available can mean it is 200 feet down the road, and you could pay to rip the road up and bring the sewer and water up. It could mean that it's in the street in front of the lot, but with no what they call lateral, which means if you whoever buys this piece of land would have to cut the road, um, get the... A bonded company to cut the sewer in the water, put a key in, and bring it to the property. Or it could mean that it is um, already stubbed to the property line, which is the best thing. Um, the other thing is um, it can be it can be water is under pressure, so that's not an issue. But sewer um, uh, liquids don't flow uphill, to put it in a diplomatic way. So you've got to look at the. You know, where the home is in relation to or where the lot is in relation to the street, how deep is the sewer. I mean, I could go on from there. Uh, so my, uh, the, our standard contract does say that um, the availability is determined by the buyer within a certain period of time, and it has to be economically feasible. So generally speaking, if I'm representing someone as an example, what I would tell them is, Let's put in a what we'll call a due diligence period or an ex, uh, a discovery period. You can call it whatever you will. Um, and once the price is negotiated, as long as the seller agrees, contract is signed so you're not spending money for nothing. And at most of that time, unless they're seasoned buyers or a contractor, um, I would do or the realtor would do as much as they can. But in some cases... They should, you know, hire more of a professional as to where do you want to put the home, what's the elevation of the home. Um, certainly, if it's in a city, a town, you can call Public Works, and they can tell you if that. So the availability is where, where the sewer line is, where the water line is, is relatively easy to establish. But then there is a number of other factors that could really add to the cost of developing that piece of land. So you either need someone that's very knowledgeable or basically have to step out and, and and hire someone. You know, it's a discovery. It's not thousands of dollars. It's basically asking the opinion of someone that, that's more, that is knowledgeable. 
there's a thing called an invert, um, which is the depth of the sewer in the road, which you want the house higher than the sewer line, uh, etc. So, yes, he can protect himself, but definitely you want to put in that, okay, we've agreed on a price, but I need 30 days or whatever amount of time, and it shouldn't be two days, uh, but a significant amount of time to determine whether or not it's feasible for me to develop this piece of land in the way that I want, build a house I want on it. And if I decide that that is not the case, I have a right to my deposit back and void the contract. Thank you. I'd like to hold you for one more question if you uh, have, a, sure. have a moment. Providence Business News, I'm sure you look at it and I look at it regularly. They report that one-bedroom apartment rents, I know you're a real estate guy, but this is a rental question, but I know you're qualified to do that, has gone up 8% since, 20, since January of 2022 and 30% since June of 2020. My question, and they say... A average one-bedroom rental in Rhode Island uh, currently eleven ninety-two. I know you sell multifamily houses. Are the houses being priced exactly in that category? Uh, and are local rents um, twelve hundred dollars here in Woonsocket, uh, or is that uh, uh, you know a North Kingstown rental figure? No, no, it's, it's not actually. To answer your question, you know rents are very expensive. Um, I'll say it. Two-family in a three-decker, let's say, uh, not a two-family, but a two-bedroom in good condition. Yeah, you could you can get eleven, twelve hundred. Some may be getting a little more. Some are getting less. All depends on if you want to keep your tenants. Um, the thing you have to be careful on with, like, a Providence Business News or when Rhode Island Housing, uh, and I'll be criticized for this, comes out with their booklet as to rents. Um, they include, and if you don't, you have to look at a fine print, it includes, for instance, heat and utilities. Um, most of the tenements, as you know, Roger, in Rhode Island and Woonsocket, um, the people pay their own gas or, or whatnot. They get they get hot water with the rent, but they, 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 they does not include those kinds. Of, so I do find when a, call it a municipal or a state reports on it or someone like housing, or, you know, there's definitely a shortage. I'm not saying that. And rents are very high. But I tend to find that they're a little bit inflated when they talk about, um, you know, the one-bedroom home, for instance. Um, 1200 for a one-bedroom home in Winsocket, I think you'd be hard-pressed to get. Not saying that no one does get it. Probably more in the vicinity of 900 to 1000 uh, But a two-bedroom, yeah, you could get 1200 for a two-bedroom. All right, so it's not out of the ballpark. Thank nope, you. For- nope. Thank you for answering the question, and have a great real estate weekend, all right? You too, Rod. All right. Thank you. Dick Bouchard standing by again. Thank you, Dick, for uh, adjusting uh, the schedule. He's got a special edition of the Upfront program, Friday edition. Uh, The governor will be here on uh, Monday, and uh, so that's what's going on uh, with that program. Anyway, uh, this message, and then Dick. Zero says, let's be happy... Wednesday through Sunday with our appetizer and drink specials till 5 p.m. $6 appetizers including chicken tenders. $6 well drinks including our tequila margaritas. Oh, that's my favorite. $6 sangria specials and daily draft specials at Zero's. And then there's our lunch specials served Wednesday through Sunday starting at noontime. Pick a sandwich, pick a soup, and the price is $10.99. Specialty sandwich combos, pick a sandwich, pick a side, only $12. 
Zeros, downtown Woonsocket. Let's be happy again at Zeros of Woonsocket. Patio open for the summer. All right. Well, we're having a little problem with the computer. Good morning, everyone. Not quite sure what caused that. Double click. Okay. Just trying to play the intro. Thank you. But it don't. Yeah, three. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. It's WNRI's Upfront. The I'm opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Well, as you probably gathered by listening to Roger earlier this morning, he explained what next week is going to be like. And it seems like my Monday morning program has been preempted by the governor. And who am I to say we can't preempt the governor? And then on Tuesday, Denise Sierra will uh, give us a summary of the council meeting for Monday night. And then I believe he said on Wednesday we'll have the mayor, Lisa Baldelli Hunt. And on Thursday, um, Chris Boulay will be behind the mic. And on Friday, Stephen Pryor, I think he said. Okay, so it's a real busy week coming up. Now, with respect to uh, my being willing to give up my Monday morning program, not a problem. Trouble is, I assume I have a lot of fans that happen to like tuning in on Monday morning, and they not, may not be aware that I'm on today. But I am. So here we go. Um, Red Voice Media, Patients' Rights. No doctor can lord over you and say, no, you can't have that medication. I like that headline. Turns out Dr. Peter McCullough said that drugs like ivermectin and hydrochloroquine are supported by hundreds and hundreds of clinical trials. They're in dozens of government guidelines elsewhere in the world as first-line therapy. And any American, any Texan, has the right to receive these drugs in the hospital when they engage in discussion with their doctor. And under no circumstances should any doctor refuse a patient shared decision-making and their own personal autonomy. It's unethical. It's immoral. And from a clinical perspective, it's illegal. And uh, you, again, may want to check it out directly as I did by going to www.redvoicemedia.com. Now, I sent this to every talk show host that's on this station, even though they don't seem to want to admit that I sent it to them. And it happened as I was in New York. Monday, right after my upfront program, and about 10 o'clock, and let's see, I got to New York, let's see, about 1 o'clock, and I spot on national news that a female Rhode Island candidate for state senate decided to twerk her fanny for votes in a skimpy bikini. The black woman wants to um, earn your vote. Her name is Senator Tiana Mack. And what she did is she strapped on a tiny, two-piece, itsy-beatsy, teeny-weeny, skimpy bikini, 
she bent over to show her frontage, and then she did a headstand and shook her booty. Some people would say, call that a fanny. Now, the video gained national attention, and like I say, I discovered this last Monday. So I brought it to the attention of Roger, Larry, um, John Dion, uh, John DePietro. I, I wrote to all of them, and I thought, Maybe I could get them going on this. But I'm, again, I was so busy in New York uh, doing my work on my properties up there. I really don't know if they picked up on it or not. I heard Larry say he didn't. He claimed he hadn't seen it. Anyway, um, I sent it to him. The video gained national attention as the progressive candidate bragged that she introduced a bill that suggested teaching kids, quote, over-inclusive, pleasure-based sex education, unquote. The TikTok video had been viewed when I came across it on Monday around 1 o'clock by 488,000 people. Now, her district covers a little tiny sliver of South Providence and only has 25,000 voters. I found it online in upstate New York, and all you got to do is get on your computer and, I guess, uh, go to Google or DuckDuckGo and type in Tiana Mac, Tiana Mac, and twerking, and it'll come right up. Did you know the Department of Defense remains stubborn and will release some 700 jet pilots who have steadfastly refused to take COVID-19 shots. I bet you didn't know there's a severe shortage of pilots in both the military and in the airline industry. As the FAA flexes its muscles against pilots who refuse to take the shots. And I don't blame them. 40,000 National Guard members are being mustered out also for refusing to take the COVID shot. Now, despite the military facing terrible recruiting numbers, the Biden administration is poised to kick out tens of thousands of service members who have objections to the military vaccine mandate. Now, listen, last August, the useless defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, ordered every service member to be fully vaccinated or else be discharged from the military. They just won't relent. By the way, did you know that 74.2 million Americans, like Dick Bouchard, have refused to take the COVID-19 shots? People just like me. The CDC is the source of the information, who reports that 157 million have refused to take a second or a third shot. So, the American public does not seem to be terribly excited about COVID shots. What do you think? You're listening to the Upfront program. This is the Friday edition. Totally different. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard, normally on Monday mornings. I'll be back the following Monday. <coughs> governor Dan McKee, flexing his muscles as governor said he would like to have the Monday morning upfront program. And, of course, I gave it to him. What the heck do I care? Um, <clears throat> so, 
that's a little of what's going on. In case you're saying, hey, what's Dick Bouchard doing on this morning? Because it's not Monday morning. No, it isn't. It turns out to be um, Friday morning. And, you know, Friday's fish day. If you got your tuna sandwich already and all that stuff, <laughs> we'll be back shortly. Seven-day-a-week dining at Grumpy's. Quality dining, casual dining. Remember, we have luncheons Monday through Friday starting at noontime, $5.99 and up. And then Monday through Thursday, our $10 dinner special starting at 4 p.m. You might find baked manicotti on the menu or honey jack chicken or our special oven-baked meatloaf. Monday through Thursday, $10 dinner special starting at 4 at Grumpy's. Or you can select from our regular menu with so many choices. And our kitchen is open on Friday and Saturday night till midnight for your convenience. So, for quality dining, come on into Grumpy's Restaurant, holding our prices during these inflationary times. Pulaski Boulevard, South Bellingham, Massachusetts. Just want to remind you that Grumpy's is open for lunch every day. Scott McGee from the Stearns McGee team is ready. Whether you're buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market conditions, Scott would love to offer his services to you. He knows the local community, both as an agent and a neighbor, and can help you guide through the nuances of the current real estate market. So let Scott work hard for you. Your real estate experience will be memorable and enjoyable. You can reach him directly at 401. 639-2906. Sorry, folks, I had to leave the room, but I'm back and uh, because I want to talk to you about Allstate. And uh, Allstate is where you can buy an Allstate personal umbrella policy. We call it a PUP. Have you heard this yet? Maybe a new audience this morning. So you've got yourself a homeowner's policy. You have insurance on your car, you have uh, maybe a summer home or a winter chalet, but do you have an Allstate personal umbrella policy to protect you should there be a claim against you that's not completely covered by your other policies? That's what a personal umbrella policy from Allstate is all about. Now, you could get sued for over a million dollars. Following an accident, here you are covered for 20000 Your dog bites someone. Someone has an accident around your pool. I could mention a dozen other scenarios that you could legally be obligated to pay for and exceed your present coverage. So you get the idea. You may need extra protection when you need it the most. Call this number, 401-765-5000. Or stop in and talk to the Benjamin Allstate Agency in person about investing in a personal umbrella policy available between $1 to $5 million. The Benjamin Allstate Agency, two convenient offices, main office across from Dowling Village, North Smithfield. Other office, 72 South Main Street, South Bellingham. Remember, you are in good hands with Allstate. Listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. Okay, the panel um, normally on Monday, uh, on Fridays, is usually whoever Roger decides to put on. Normally, I'm on Monday mornings. So if you happen to be 
a Monday morning fan and you're saying, well, here's Richard. How come he's not going to be on this coming Monday? And it's because the governor will be here and my brother has chosen to um, interview him. It's fine with me. Do you know who the most popular politician in America is? Huh? How's that for a question? If you guess Donald Trump, you're correct. A poll taken June 28th and June 29th, just two days, revealed that Donald Trump is at 42%, indeed, is the most popular politician, closely followed by Bernie Sanders, registering 40%. Number three in this poll, I was shocked, Mike Pence, 37%. And number four, I'm terribly shocked, is Joe Biden, 33%. My source for this unusual story is Breitbart.com. One of my favorite performers, Carlos Santana, passed out one hour into his performance in Michigan, July 5th. He was brought to and waved to his fans as he went to the emergency room to be treated for heat and exhaustion. A show for the following night was postponed. It appears that Carlos is now okay. Love Carlos Santana and his wonderful songs. The Wall Street Journal last week ran a story that caught my eye. They questioned why children should even be offered COVID shots under an emergency authorization when there is no COVID emergency. The pandemic, if there ever was one, is over. Especially in children under six years of age. The FDA vaccine trials when they're done properly, normally take 10 years. We are nowhere near that requirement for adults or children. The requirement has been brushed aside, and the Wall Street Journal suggests, for reasons that are perhaps more political than scientific, with the midterm elections coming up, most kids who develop multiple infections during the short trial had received COVID shots rather than a placebo. Now, I know one thing for sure. If I had a toddler under my wing, the last thing I would do is get a COVID shot for that toddler, no matter what Joe Biden dictates or wants. And the FDA, they are becoming very suspect. Political arm of the Democratic Party need I say more. My sources... Citizen Free Press and the Washington uh, Wall Street Journal. Did you know that Tesla has lost first place to Chinese electric automaker BYD? I'm sending this out to uh, Mr. Boulay, who says that he's got a deposit on a Tesla car if they ever make it for him. But it turns out that the number one electric car maker in the world is not Tesla, but it's Chinese automaker BYD. You see, they never stopped producing plug-in cars, while Tesla had to shut down their Shanghai operations due to COVID. And that allowed the Chinese maker to pass Tesla, becoming the largest electric car producer in the world. Source, Citizen Free Press. Ladies and gentlemen... In the WNRI radio audience, I am well aware 
the mainstream media has done all they can to make it look like Donald Trump is insignificant. And Joe Biden is the best thing since life's bread. But if you're a regular listener to this program, which normally is on Monday mornings, you're aware that a Trump endorsement is really important. I bet you did not know what I am about to tell you. Here are the 22 states where Trump-endorsed candidates went undefeated in primaries so far as we work our way toward the midterm elections. This is going to startle you. The leading state where we win, Texas, 33-0. to zero. Indiana, 6-0. to zero. Ohio, 16-0. to zero. West Virginia, 2-0. to zero. Kentucky, 6-0. to zero. Pennsylvania, 8-0. to zero. Alabama, 6-0. to zero. Arkansas, 5-0. to zero. California, 7-0. to zero. And now let's add 8-0 to zero with Representative Connie Conway's win. Iowa, 4-0. to zero. In other words, these are the uh, candidates that Trump endorsed. And the mainstream media will absolutely not tell you that. They'll tell you when somebody he endorsed didn't make it. All right. So where were we here? Alabama six to zero, Arkansas five to zero, California gave you that. Iowa four to zero, Mississippi one to zero. Um, let's go to Montana two to zero, New Jersey fourteen to zero, South Dakota one to zero, fifteen two to zero, North Dakota two zero, seventeen Virginia four to zero. 18 is Alaska, 1 to 0. And uh, that was Sarah Palin, by the way. 19, Colorado, 1 to 0. 20, Illinois, 4 to 0. 21, Oklahoma, 4 to 0. And Utah, 3 to 0. Now, one person coming upon this list had this comment. Can you imagine how well his endorsements would have been if the mainstream media was behind him? And we all know... They despise him. <laughs> of course, you knew that, right? Let's go to the telephone lines. Hello, you're next on NRI. Hello. Good morning, Dave. Let me see. Oh, I think I've got... Yeah. Give me, a, give me a moment, please, as I redo my... The way I want to be. Okay. Now, let's try that Hi. again. Go ahead. Hi, yes. Dick, um... What type of military uh, discharge will, are these uh, military and National Guard getting? Is well, it an undesirable discharge? Yeah, originally when I did this story about six months ago, and that nitwit uh, defense secretary, he said it would be a dishonorable discharge. Oh, dishonorable. Yep. Dishonorable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dick, the unemployment uh, figure came out yesterday. It was 285000 Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would venture to say that three-quarters of that uh, figure are school bus drivers that are off for the summer. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> see, you know, we have alert listeners that realize that during the summer, the school bus drivers don't drive school buses. Perfect. Good for you. <laughs> and number three, Dick, I'd like to talk to the young people out there listening. Uh, you young people out there better pay strict attention because your inheritance from your parents and grandparents 
that's set aside in trusts and savings accounts and mm-hmm. stock portfolios for yep. you is being eaten up alive. Good point. And I just want to make you young people aware. Particularly of, those uh, that have been brainwashed. Yes. So, Dick, I thank you for the time. Thank you and for listening. Great job. Appreciate your call. Let's go to another caller who's patiently waiting. Go ahead. You're on WNRI. He's right on spot. But I hope when the governor gets there Monday, somebody asks him, because I've lost a lot of faith in him. How Me can too. He just, how can he justify somebody that can afford a $60,000 car, $2,500 and $1,500 uh, rebate or uh, yeah, $2,500 seems to be the new figure that, that they're using to try and get you to buy an electric car. New many, or used. How many people in socket or even other parts of the state can afford 60000 for a car? They're pushing the Biden agenda terrible, and I, I resent it very, very much. Me Please too. Please ask them how you can use my tax dollars to give those people a benefit. We're paying for the electric company to upgrade the transformers. We're paying for that. Enough is enough. I mean, at that previous caller said the young people got to vote and vote the Democrats. So have a good day. Thank you for taking my call. You too. I'm glad you called in. All right. 769-0600 is the phone number. Uh, just in case you're still sporting a Biden-Harris bumper sticker, I need you to know that this pair of communists has filed a lawsuit over Arizona's new law that requires proof of citizenship in order to vote in federal elections. What the hell's wrong with that? The Biden-Harris Department of Justice claims the rule violates the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Really? NPR maintains that 192,000 non-citizens could be removed if the Arizona law stands. My source for that story, the LibertyDaily.com, also Newsmax, and NPR. Hi, you're next on WNRI. Hi, Dick. So are you going to be interviewing the governor on Monday? No, my brother will do that. My brother will take... Questions? He's going to take care, and, and if you want my brother to ask him any questions, just write to him, WNRI, uh, Roger at Yahoo.com. And can, can I give you a question to give to him? Well, maybe, but, you know, I'll be leaving here. I'm not feeling too well today, seriously. Oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. So I'll be flying out the door as soon as this program's uh, over. Okay, well, really what I wanted to know is um, when you listen to the news, Channel 12, Channel 10, <laughs> yeah. uh, PRO, yeah. those, uh, they're all talking about Providence, 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 and saving Providence schools. And I want to know what, what they're going to do for one socket. You're never um, going to hear it on the Providence radio station, I guarantee no, you that. That's why right. we own WNRI and why we call <laughs> it Bouchard Broadcasting. Right, and I, I respect that fact, but I, I also see that there's tons of state and federal money going to Providence. But, yep. um, you know, what about one socket? <laughs> we need it, too. We're the armpit um, of Rhode Island, didn't you know that? <laughs> well, 
Even, uh, but, I mean, we're held accountable at the Rhode Island Department of Education for what we do. You're right. So our scores matter. Uh, they don't maybe want to financially support, but uh, they certainly want to see high scores. Well, let's see if Rod, let's see if Roger can uh, deal with that topic when he interviews the governor on Monday morning. Thank you so much for your call. Sexual agendas in government school classrooms. Maybe you're considering homeschooling. At least one of my um, family is doing homeschooling. As if that weren't enough to drive parents to seek alternative options, the Biden administration is rewarding schools for pushing identity politics into the classroom. Government grants are now being offered to schools that push equity ideologies into classrooms. Oh, yeah. Gone are the days when working hard made the grade. Now, schools across the nation are grading students based on what they look like instead of the content of their work. In addition, some districts will offer harsher punishments for white students who break the rules than non-whites who also break rules. That, that doesn't sound very... Uh, well, anyway. Uh, this rhetoric is not only destructive to white people, but to all people. And that includes Asian students who are now being pushed out of top schools in order to admit a racially conscious student body. In addition, black students are being held down by the false idea that they cannot succeed in the current system. That's ridiculous. If you graduated from high school, you can teach it. There are more resources available for homeschoolers now than ever before. LibertyDaily.com is my source for the story. Another crackpot that Joe Biden put in charge in Washington, D.C., is the head of the U.S. Department of Transportation. His name is Pete Buttigieg. He said, even though there's a national shortage of pilots, he, he, since he's the czar of the DOT, has no intention of revisiting that stupid FAA ruling that forces airline pilots to leave the cockpit when they turn 65, even though his boss, Joe Biden, is approaching 80. Of course, Joe has trouble riding a bicycle. I suggest there are many 65-plus pilots that I would be extremely comfortable with at the controls, but Buttigieg is just another nincompoop that Biden has running things, and he should not be allowed to touch. Let the FAA decide it, and if over... 65 pilots can still do the job. Let's put him back in the cockpit and let's get rid of Buttigieg. DailyMail.com, my source. Judicial Watch has filed a lawsuit against New York election officials, accusing them of failing to remove ineligible voters from the state's voting rolls. Something that um, Nellie Gobier just couldn't do here in Rhode Island either. The Watchdog Group filed the lawsuit on Wednesday after they claim that New York election officials have violated the National Voter Registration Act, NVRA, by removing just 22 individuals from New York City's voter rolls in the last six years. Is that ridiculous? Judicial Watch expects this lawsuit will cause New York to take the simple steps necessary to clean its rolls of the names of hundreds of thousands of voters who have either moved away or died. Hey, how about suing Rhode Island? Please, sue Nellie Gobia. 
the Secretary of State who fails to do the same thing. My source for this story was Breitbart.com. I suspect if you have ever watched the boring White House press briefings, as I have, and boy, are they boring, you will note that the questions, except from one member, are all liberal in connotation. The Federalist has researched who gets to be in the press room and has discovered that the ratio of Democrats to Republicans and Democrats in the room is 12 Democrats to one Republican. The Federalist reasons that the partisan makeup of the White House press corps unfairly skews what the media offers up for nationwide attention. I wasn't shocked. How about you? You're listening to the Upfront program. This is the Friday morning edition. Dick Bouchard sitting in today. Kay Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick. 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kay Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember... Having Kay Kasha to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. Well, here's a question for you from Vern Rainville. Do you have frozen pipes or ice dams causing some damage to your home last winter? Well, this is probably covered by insurance. And did you know that you have two years to file a claim? Call Vern Rainville, the local adjuster that represents you not the insurance company. Vern is a licensed public adjuster by the state of Rhode Island and will work for you to initiate a claim. You can call Vern Rainville today at 484-300-8495 for a free, no-obligation, in-home consultation. All calls are returned in less than 24 hours. Charlie's Tire and Service Center in Bellingham is the go-to shop for all your tire and mechanical needs. Serving Bellingham, Franklin, Blackstone, and nearby communities for well over 40 years. We specialize in tires, wheel alignments, and general auto maintenance and repair. South Main Street at Route 126 in Bellingham. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturdays till noon. Stop in and talk to our service manager at Charlie's Tire and Service Center. Call us at 508-883-1211 and make an appointment. You can check us out on Facebook. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And the panel on Fridays normally is not Dick Bouchard. Normally I'm on Mondays, and uh, but there's a good reason. Governor Dan McKee has told my brother that he's available this coming Monday if you want him. So my brother said, hey, why don't I take him? I said, sure, why not? So here I am on Friday, pinch-hitting for whoever I was pinch-hitting for. Did you know only one in five Americans have revealed that they want Joe Biden to run for re-election? My source, Breitbart.com. One out of five. Smart guy. Did you know that legendary actor Denzel Washington, I like this guy, did not attend President Joe Biden's Medal of Freedom ceremony on Thursday? After he was chosen by President Biden to receive the nation's highest civilian honor. Biden revealed 
the news during the Medal of Freedom ceremony at the White House as it was obvious that Denzel Washington wasn't there. <laughs> the former Prime Minister of Japan, 67-year-old Shinzo Abe, was shot and killed while attending a campaign event over the weekend. Police were able to arrest the 40-year-old man who did the shooting, possibly with a homemade shotgun. And he is in custody. Just so you know, Japan has the world's toughest gun control laws. DailyMail.com The U.S. has issued a warning, stay out of Tijuana, Mexico. Oh, they didn't have to tell me. I've been there, never going back there again. Chances of being kidnapped are very, very high. I was in Tijuana once, I'm never going back. The Department of State's travel advisory for Baja California has been raised to level three. And U.S. tourists are being told, reconsider travel due to crime and kidnappings in Baja, California. DrudgeReport.com. Texas Governor Greg Abbott orders the Texas National Guard to send migrants back to the border when they're apprehended. Good for him. If they've crossed over illegally, why shouldn't he? This is actually a response to the overwhelming number of people who are coming across the border. Abbott told Fox News he stopped short of authorizing Texas troopers and National Guard members to take migrants across the ports of entry into Mexico. But he's certainly going to bring them right to the border. DailyMail.com, the source. Hey, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, has been seen with his girlfriend sporting a 10-carat diamond. No, no, Kraft wasn't wearing the diamond. She was. Kraft is 81. His girlfriend is 33 younger than him. Kraft was in Sun Valley attending a get-together of billionaires. Needless to say, I wasn't invited. Other luminaries in attendance, Bill Gates and Disney CEO Bob Chapek. All right. This is the Upfront program. This is the Friday morning edition. An Indianapolis man, 23, pleads guilty to murdering a female postal worker, 45 years old, by shooting her in the chest. Why? Because she stopped delivering to his house due to his vicious dog. Tony Cushingberry Mays was charged with second-degree murder, assaulting a federal employee and discharging a firearm in the death. Angela Summers, 45, a mother of a young son, was killed by that single shot to the chest. Two weeks before the fatal shooting, Summers reported several issues with the suspect's vicious dog, and mail delivery was halted to his house. The suspect told authorities, in part, he didn't mean to kill her. Oh, what a nice guy. Now, one of the things I like to do on a program like this is I like to give you a list of the top 50 websites that people are visiting. And uh, it'll give you a hint as to, you may notice that I tell you where I got my information from. So here's the uh, latest list of the top 50 U.S. websites. Number one is Google, uh, as usual. Number two, YouTube.com. Boy, YouTube's come in pretty handy for me. I watch a YouTube, and then I figure out what the heck I have to do to fix what I'm trying to fix. Number three, Facebook.com. Number four, Amazon.com. Number five, Yahoo.com. Number six, Twitter.com. 
Number seven, Instagram.com. Number eight, Wikipedia.org. I go to Wikipedia quite a bit, especially when I'm trying to find something that is missing from a story written by these so-called journalists. Number nine, Reddit.com. And number ten, Discord.com. And I'm not done because I'm only at number ten. I'm going to skip over the adult sites because I don't think you want me to report what the adult sites are. So number 14 is eBay. And I'm there a couple of times a week. Number 15, Netflix.com. Number 16, Office.com. 17, DuckDuckGo.com. I've been telling you to use that, and I used it this morning. Number 18, Live.com. Number 19, LinkIn.com. And uh, that's pretty much where my... Um, background is mentioned. Got my picture on there and everything. Number 20 is Walmart.com. 21, Bing.com. 22, CNN.com. 23, Roblox.com. 24, ESPN.com. 25, Weather.com. You know, every once in a while, I got to go to Weather.com and see what the heck's going on with this weather. Number 26, msn.com. 27, microsoftonline.com. 27. 28, accuweather.com. 29, newyorktimes.com. How about number 30, tiktok.com. Do you go to any of these sites? 31, Zillow. I was there last week. I was kind of checking on a property I had an interest in. 32, Pinterest.com. 33, Indeed.com. 34, ZoomUs.com. 35, Craigslist.org. That's where I look to see where the yard sales are. 36, Twitch TV. 37, Fandom.com. 38, Worldstar.com, 39, FoxNews.com, 40, Etsy.com, 41, UPS.com, 43, Cura, Q-U-O-R-A, Reference Materials.com, 44, Hulu.com, 45, AOL.com, 46, PayPal.com, 47, IMDB, DB, IMDB, um, streaming online TV. That's 47. 48, HomeDepot.com. I was on that site while I was in New York. Number 49, Chase.com. Doing, uh, checking on my Chase credit cards. And number 50 was T-Mobile.com. So there's the whole list. And by the way, I want to remind you that this morning, Joey Gallant will be returning after a hiatus, and he will be back to talk sports at 9.30. Good morning. You're on WNRI. Go ahead. Good morning. I appreciate, I would like your opinion on something. I think you're a sensible person. I try to be. And I'll listen diligently. The town of North Smithfield had a resolution passed at the state level. Of course, you have to go that way, brought back to the town, mm-hmm. to give veterans. And it was specific. You had to have active duty mm-hmm. in, in some conflict. 
the enormous sum of $350 credit. <laughs> now, there was one person from day one who feels that it's unjust. Oh, really? If a veteran makes too much money, he can't apply for it. <laughs> and someone else made the uh, comment that when this like a lot of people now without, you know, the draft, they join. And I don't blame National God. And they, it's not just for when there's a conflict, but if we have uh, um, uh, hurricanes, uh, all, all these women, they couldn't cross the border. They were here, there, and they're called at any time. It takes them out of a job for weeks. They go ahead. Then they still have to go, you know, sure. for all this upgrading. That if they, they, uh, they can't get it. You can't get it if they make if too much they make, money. There's a limit on what you can make. Yeah. After all, there's a lot of veterans that need it more who are homeless. Mm -hmm. Well, there are a lot of veterans, they're homeless because we must meet their needs. They come back, well, many. You have a good point, and the bottom line is, I guess, that what we need to do is find out what that figure is. And uh, let's bring it to the attention of the governor when he's here this coming Monday. And uh, see if you can convince him to. Uh, you know, when veto. someone made the point, when during the draft, people were drafted, okay? They didn't have a choice and they went. And they may have worked hard, done well. To me, this little credit is a thank you. Sure. They for putting your it. life on the line, and there shouldn't be a dollar amount. That. We're talking, again, I'm going to repeat what you said, because I listen, $350. Like, that's going to break the state of Rhode Island. Oh, listen, and this is a town, maybe all other towns don't have that, and he is against. Uh, senior citizens may have lived in a town for 90 years. And you know cities and towns, and you pay taxes. Uh, you start working at 15, 75 years. 14 for me. That's right. <laughs> a, a, a tax freeze for certain qualifications. You may have to live there at least. You got to wrap years, it up. I've got 30 age. seconds. Go ahead. So I'm just telling you, this person has, is, is adamant that it is costing the taxpayers too much money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best comment. I wish you were at the town council meeting on that one. <laughs> Catch you later. Thanks for the call. Bye -bye. Got to go. All right. Well, yeah, $350, and you have to have been in an active, uh, you know, you know, like Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, to get the $350. Give me a freaking break. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say that uh, it looks like the uh, one hour that I have prepared is completed, and uh, I was going to give you uh, the flamingo test. It's the benefits of standing on one leg to a simple way to improve your balance. But um, maybe I'll give it to Larry. He can do it. <laughs> See you next time. I'll be back not month this coming Monday. But the following Monday. Bye bye, everybody. Front is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380, WNRI Woonsocket.